before the top of the hour, I was telling you a story out of uh, Northbrook where a student athlete apparently took their own life and a community up there is mourning uh, that senior student athlete, Dylan Buckner. Uh, who was a starting quarterback who had a lot of prospects for uh, some advancement in, in, in his higher education opportunities, uh, but a lot of that uh, being put on hold for uh, the students who tragically lost his life and for hundreds of thousands of other students out there who are student-athletes able to balance the responsibilities of getting an education but also uh, the responsibilities of being a team player and getting on the court and on the field and uh, showing their their abilities uh, to be both a student and an athlete. That's not something that's been able to happen for the vast majority of 12 months here in the state of Illinois. When is that going to change? Of course, all of this uh, turned upside down with COVID-19 concerns, uh, but we're keeping an eye on when exactly students will be able uh, to become student-athletes again instead of just being remote students. And joining us here on the WMAY morning news feed at 712, I'm Greg Bishop, Craig Anderson from the Illinois High School Association. Craig, thanks for taking time this morning and uh, your reaction to uh, what happened out of uh, Northbrook. Sure. I appreciate you having me, Greg. Yeah, uh, we've corresponded with some school administrators up there, and uh, obviously uh, any loss of life is devastating, but the outlook that that young man had and his future uh, to be lost in an instant is really, really um, hits home with um the concerns that we've continued to have during this time where, you know, we've been put on pause with uh, activities, the release for students across the state of Illinois. Um, but it just shows to uh, the significant nature of what, in my opinion, extracurricular opportunities provide students that release the camaraderie, uh, the belonging uh, that's so important to them. And so uh, it's really tragic. Um, and, you know, if, if there's anything to come out of it, we hope it will we'll generate some opportunities uh, for key decision makers to really take this into consideration. Are you familiar with other um, negative impacts uh, outside of just, of course, oh, I haven't been able to, to play sports? Uh, I'm talking about the, the true physical and mental impacts uh, of students across the state. I, I saw one figure. Uh, there's like 300,000 student athletes in Illinois. From you know, even anecdotally, what percentage do you think is 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 battling with with mental health issues? Is battling with self harm issues because of that lack of opportunity? Yeah, I, I think it's more than we can probably imagine, um, to be honest. I, I know of other students that have taken their lives. There's a student from Seneca, and actually there's a lawsuit pending uh, right now related to that incident. Um, but but definitely, um, you know, the number of transfers we've seen of students um, that are, you know, have, have been in a um, – a remote learning only circumstance and are looking for an opportunity to get back to in person. Many times it's public to private uh, where, you know, the private education is in person and it's available. And, and a number of those requests are coming and referencing, you know, just um, the, the mental uh, anguish of, of students that aren't able to engage daily with some peers and, 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 you know, students and, uh, while that's a part of it, of course, you know, the outlet of what sports could provide is significant. So 
Um, yeah, it's it's difficult to tell, but I can I can tell you with with the influx of those types of transfers, it, it's uh, it's it's out there and it's concerning. Craig Anderson is the executive director of the Illinois High School Association, joining us here on the WMAY Morning News Feed at 7.15. Uh, You'd mentioned some of the transfer from public uh, to private schools for students to be able to get in-person education. I've also heard uh, numerous stories, especially families who are closer to the border communities uh, for Illinois' neighbors, taking their kids to to other sporting opportunities in other states. Uh, How much of that is happening and... Uh, I guess tell us what the latest status is on uh, getting some kind of sports uh, back to Illinois students. Yeah, I, I think that's happening in every border, just as you indicated, in every direction where there's a facility close uh, just across the border. Our our students, our parents are organizing students to go and um, practice and compete uh, in, in uh, venues that are, are very close by and and I, I see it through social media. I see it, um, you know, referenced uh, on a number of different places. And, you know, there's uh, obvious concerns with that, the significant distance traveled um, from folks. And uh, and those points are things that we continue to point out to the Department of Public Health and the governor's office to, to try to take a, a look at um, the plans and guidelines that we've put together that we believe um, developed by our sports medicine advisory committee uh, would allow our schools to conduct sports. And so uh, uh, many of your listeners will, would probably know that we did and we're able to uh, have an, I'll, I'll say somewhat of an initial meeting about this possible transition soon uh, to some school-based sports. And so we're hopeful that that conversation will continue. There's, there's no, uh, outlook or outcome of, of that meeting that would point to a specific date at which we can anticipate. Um, but um, at our board meeting tomorrow, I think those discussions will start to begin uh, as uh, obviously we're, we're beyond what we anticipated our winter sport start time to be. And so now it's taking a closer look at, you know, what yet is available on our calendar with the sports that we hope yet to be played. Yeah, I think one of the um, largest frustrations during the entire COVID-19 pandemic and the management of the COVID-19 pandemic and whether this is somebody's fault or not, uh, I think doesn't matter, but it's just the uncertainty. Uh, It's the uncertainty of having a date specific, right, Uh, of being able to say, okay, uh, this is the date that we're actually going to make something happen, uh, but then that uh, that date and the goalpost might change. But uh, do we have any certainty on when, for instance, basketball uh, might be able to take place or when we can get, uh, you know, a, a spring football? Football season uh, to take place. Yeah, I don't think we do. Um, you know, we 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 posed those questions to the Department of Public Health, and and they really had no answers for those. Uh, they they're relating to our schools being able to return to when the positivity rate or the metrics that they're monitoring reach a level that they'll they feel comfortable with granting us permission. So uh, we have no idea where. We, you know, the future of those metrics and when it'll reach a level where they'll come to us and say, yeah, you know, now's the time. It looks like, you know, the positivity rate or what, what metric they're choosing is at a position that'll permit us to go forward. So it's really the unfortunate nature of all of this and, and a possible resumption. And as a result, I think, um, you know, with the calendar being against us at this point, 
with a number of sports seasons yet. Uh, I, I Frankly, for some closure, potentially for students, I think our board's now going to have to consider, consider some drop-dead dates uh, if we haven't started uh, with a sport season that, you know, that sport potentially could be canceled. It, it's it's the worst-case scenario, but at this point, I for all those that keep, you know, seeing the dates be pushed ahead uh, and when is that going to end, I, I, I think we – Again, we're going to run out of time at some point uh, that the board's going to have to take some strong consideration. We're talking with IHSA Executive Director Craig Anderson here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Uh, You guys are a private institution uh, that helps manage uh, private and public school um, uh, athletic competitions. Uh, When can you guys, I guess, when is that line crossed for you guys to say, all right, we're just going to go ahead and and do what we do and and help facilitate those those competitions outside of any green light provided by the Illinois Department of Public Health? Is that is that something the board could ultimately do uh, is is make that decision to, you know, I don't want to say disobey, but to to move on with your own uh, procedures, policies and protocols? Yeah, I, I think we could, um, and I think that was attempted in late October as we were looking to start winter sports in November, basketball in particular, uh, and uh, w- w- you mentioned it accurately. We have public and private schools as part of our membership, and and when we, we made that available, our board did, said, hey, we're going to go ahead and start. It may be against the governor's orders, but we're going to allow teams to start practicing and and then have a future timeline for when they could could start competition. And the feedback that we got within a short couple of weeks after that on a survey was that our public schools uh, really weren't comfortable. Much of it had to do with the liability that they might carry and and going against the governor's orders really caused us to the board to determine, you know what, we really need to consider uh, what our membership is telling us and step back and say, well, you know, at this point we do need to, to lean on the guidance of the health department, but could we? Yes. Uh, but again, the, the public schools find it challenging. Uh, that, at least that's what we heard back in our survey that they couldn't move forward without having the permission of the department of public health and the governor's office. Craig Anderson, the executive director of the Illinois High School Association, greatly appreciate you taking time this morning, giving us a status update. Uh, and uh, what is the IHSA doing to help uh, highlight mental health issues and and to ensure that student athletes get the the help and student athletes and their families and friends get the help that they need? Yeah, well, obviously, you know, we're continuing to to try to provide some guidance in those areas. Our sports medicine advisory committee is well aware of of what you know, what, what they're facing and, you know, continuing to allow our coaches to engage, even if it's virtually uh, while practices can't go on, just, just absolutely encouraging the engagement of students with coaches and coaches being able to, to join um, with their student athletes. And so, um, you know, and, and to lean on one another at this point, you know, that we can't be out amongst everyone, but um, you know, we've been, encouraged our schools, uh, the leadership within our schools, administrators, along with our coaches to maintain the engagement and, and just be aware of one another. So we'll, we'll continue to, to be pushed forward in that effort. Craig Anderson, IHSA, thanks so much, and uh, we'll connect again soon, all right? Appreciate it. Thanks, Greg.